Hello, hello. Welcome into the Pick and Pod. I'm Kevin Kelly. I'm joined today by Christian O'Hare. Christian, you're looking pretty comfy today. Uh, Kevin, always great to be here on another yeah. Pick and Pod. And, you know, I haven't been on one in a while. So it's I'm, been way too long. Yeah, it's, 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 it's been way too long, but I'm, I'm glad I'm back. Kevin Kelly alongside Tyler Friere. And Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you two seniors doing? Getting ready to head, uh, head your separate it's ways? It's craziness, it's, man. It is, it is. It's crazy. Finals week, just try to get through it and, you know. Hopefully, uh, enjoy our last couple days here, man. It's 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 been bi- it's been bittersweet. Yeah, definitely. Especially tough when you have all this great basketball on. You're oh, yeah. supposed to be doing oh, all yeah. this work because all I want to do is watch basketball. <laughs> like last night, like la- last night, what are you supposed to do when you have a Raptors Heat game that goes to overtime, right. and then of course the Warriors Blazers game, which is where we should kick it off. Cause... I know, I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to watch those basketball. <laughs> 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 Um, no, but I mean those two games last night, man. I mean both overtime games. Yeah. And how about how about I mean we'll get into it in a little bit. We'll start off in the West, but how about D Wade, man? Vintage D Wade, vintage, yeah. vintage D Wade, and uh, he stepped up. He really did. Um, but but let's start off in, in Portland. Yeah. Um, Warriors win one thirty to one twenty. And what more can you say about Steph Curry? I mean, you run out of adjectives to describe him. It's just it's just unbelievable. I love that he it was like five minutes left. He hadn't made a three, and he ends up with five in the last <laughs> <laughs> last ten minutes of the game, including overtime. Tyler, you were you were uh, reading off the stats, yeah, before give us some in our pre pro meeting. Yeah, we were. Um, I have a couple stats for you. We um actually, I was looking at the stats. He got in the game four and a half minutes left right. in the fourth quarter. Was zero for nine from three, <laughs> and ended finishing the game with five for sixteen. I think it was for three. Right, had twenty seven points in the fourth quarter and overtime combined. And with the record setting 17 in overtime, nobody's ever done it before. In, Christian just in regular it, season or, or, or playoffs, playoffs, yeah. Running out of words to describe yeah. this man. It's just honestly, it's just something we haven't seen before. This slender six-two frame right. and baby face assassin shooting the ball like this. It's just it was amazing to watch last night, and it's just it was, I'm looking forward to seeing him play more. I'm sitting there. I mean, because the game ended roughly 1:45, you know, 2 a.m. on the East Coast, and I'm sitting there at like 1:30, 1:40 in the morning, laughing. <laughs> laughing out loud at the shots that he's hitting. I know that, that exact hitting. reaction. Right, like, like, I just... do that all the time. It's just like, <laughs> it's, there's, yeah, no other, it's just... there's nothing else you could say about it. There's just like, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, I'm speechless. Yeah, no, time. I mean, and, and, and Charles Barkley in the postgame um, was saying that he remembers, you know, seeing LeBron go off, I, f- I believe it was in like the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. against the Pistons. Where he had 29 Right, 30. 29 to the 30, which was just stuff of legends. Yeah. And he goes, this is right up there with it. And yeah. he couldn't even, he couldn't even talk. It was so... I mean, look, Shaq and Kenny and DJ, they're all in, in, in awe of this, dude. I, the whole country is. And, and you know, I think uh, Ryan Rucco, our very own Ryan Rucco, a former uh, FUV alum, he tweeted out, like, everybody is fully aware of Steph's greatness, yet he continues to amaze us. That's how you know he's something special. Yeah. That is, that's another level. Right. Like, I don't, there really aren't any other guys. Like, with LeBron, you, like, you expect this thing. Yeah. It's kind of in mostly the same ways. I don't, I don't want to mean to, like, bring LeBron down in any way. But it's like if he takes the ball and he goes right to the hole, it's just like okay, it's like, okay. Yeah. It's part of the script. Part of the script, yeah. And it, it kind of feels like the same when Curry's making shots. Yes, he's making it from right. three. He's draining from right. deep, but they're different every time. I feel like and he makes them in the toughest ways. Yeah, and off the dribble, it's just something we haven't seen. He's doing behind the back, <laughs> through the legs, uh, off the screen, step backs. And right. It's just these are shots that normal men cannot hit, and he hits it consistently. And not to mention, he missed three weeks. Yeah, he, he was out yeah. for two and a half weeks. Right. You you expect him to come out rusty, which he did. Zero for nine from three to start. Only about I think it was thirteen points going into the fourth quarter. Finished and, with forty and finished with forty, and he's coming off the bench too. So it's just we're running out of words to describe him. It's it's once in a generation type of player. Ridiculous my, my handles, ridiculous. Like like he hit the shot to put them up. 
128 to 120. They zoom in on Paul Allen. Paul Allen's jaw literally is dropped. <laughs> that was one of my it favorite. Was, images it was like, of the he whole was night. just so <laughs> like, like what just oh, happened, <laughs> and and he was going left, right, behind the back, through the legs, behind the back again, step to the right. Bang. And know what's even more impressive is the playmaking ability. We talked about the pass he had to Draymond right. the, off the screen, left-handed one. That one that hand. that play was completely underrated because Steph is being double teamed at the top of the key. He whips that basketball in there with the left hand. Makes like you it said. look easy. And Draymond the... finishes with the slam. I thought he got fouled too. He and, was And then uh, the the three for Harrison Barnes that yeah. tied it up to send to overtime. He drives Everyone crashes wide yeah. open. Beautiful pass, and just his playmaking ability just gets overlooked sometimes. Great so. play uh, out of the timeout by Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah and Tyler, you called that out before when we were watching just the highlights of the game before we started because that was, the as you said, the game is over yeah. if he doesn't yeah, hit that shot. Yeah, I agree like with that. And and Barnes just drains it. The perfect yeah. play, he gets a wide open look, and it was it was a great play out of timeout. Oh, 100%. And, and, you know, a lot of these Warriors are guys who are overlooked. You know, guys like Draymond Green, you, you expected maybe Draymond to develop into a solid pro. You didn't expect this um, this beast of a player, if you will. I have no exactly. other word. To, he's severely underrated. I mean, Curry is is just an animal. Clay Thompson, one of the purest shooters I've ever seen. Andre Iguodala, Harrison Barnes, you, just, you go down the list. These guys are the perfect team. They complement each other well, and it's all about spreading the floor. It's all about small ball. That you, We know that's the key to their success. Um, so, look, I mean, it's up 3-1 for all intents and purposes. The series is over. Yeah, uh, they're going <laughs> as back to, Draymond Green right, said. Yeah, so. <laughs> this they're they're going back to Oracle Arena to take care of business, and I think they're going to face another quality opponent in the next round. Yeah, and well, I just one thing you're saying about how right. great their team is, how well they yeah. mesh. We hear these rumors about them possibly taking the team apart to bring no. in another superstar. No, man. I, w- I would not do that, personally. I wouldn't touch this team with a 10-foot pole. I know. Leave, it, leave it as it is. <laughs> just keep bringing the guys back right? in any way you can. And kind of yeah. going back to your point um, on LeBron and Steph, I mean, I'm a LeBron hater, but I do recognize his greatness. LeBron Same is one of, the, one of the best players in, in, in the history of basketball. But, um, dare I? I mean, LeBron is, he makes plays that, like, oh my God, no other human can make. Same thing with right. Steph Curry. But going back to your point, it's almost, if you were to compare the two, Steph and LeBron, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it, oh, LeBron is almost boring because you've seen what he does before. Yeah. You've never seen what Steph does before. And I, I feel like you guys know where I'm coming from. Uh, absolutely. 100%. I, t- I totally see where you are. We've seen a lot of people with some of the same skills as LeBron. Right. Maybe maybe not all in one player ne- as much. But Magic Johnson comes to mind. Right. With his passing ability, with just his, 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 his size. Obviously, he's not... You know, he's more athletically built than Magic Johnson, but in terms of just sheer size and, and, and force and, and people drawn to him when he has the basketball, yeah. that's who comes to mind. Yeah, I mean, we... Just to to your point, I mean, we have never seen someone hit 400 threes in a season and hit 402. He, he breaks no his one own record. Came, he breaks right. his own record. Shattered. Every yeah, record. yeah. Like, completely shattered. He's completely changing the game, and I, I love to watch it. I'm, some people may may not nah, like this, this form of basketball great. as much, but I think this is probably arguably the best form. It's making between you, them and the Spurs, they just play great team basketball. It's making you become a better shooter and focus on the fundamentals. Yeah, and like you mentioned, LeBron James, we've seen that before with right. the interior. It's been right. 10 years straight that he's been doing this. It's just we haven't seen anybody right. shoot the ball, the volume that Steph is, and the consistency. consistency that maybe, maybe the best way to put it, but I guess before we move on to the Spurs Thunder, is like you said, Tyler, we've seen kind of LeBron dominate the interior, and it's not as impressive to the human eye. While it is impressive in its own right, yeah. it's not as impressive to the human eye when you see a guy who's 6'8", 270, kind of go in for a layup every time. Like, okay, LeBron, that's cool. We get you're great. 
But this, like you said, this wiry 6'2", 6'3", point guard who dribbles behind the back and through his legs and, and does all this and hits a shot from 40 feet out. It, it doesn't even hit the rim. It just goes straight <laughs> through the net. It's crazy. It's, no. We've never seen it. No. We should also mention that he it came out today that he won the MVP unanimously. unanimously. First person ever, ever to do that. NBA history. He ends up with 1,310 points. It's the most you can have. And Kawhi Leonard was, uh, was the one behind him in second with 634 total points. Right. So double them up in the points uh, category. And uh, he was undeniably the MVP. I don't think anybody – I'm glad no, to see no. that he was unanimous because there's nobody out there. You have no argument. You yeah. have no argument. And I know LeBron fans and LeBron stands, and if you will, <laughs> um, they're all like, oh, most valuable player. You put Steph – you take Steph off the Warriors. They're still winning playoff series. You take LeBron off the Cavs. Look. Maybe we should change the definition of the MVP. The MVP goes to the best player in the league that year. Steph yeah. Curry was the best player in the league this year and last year. End of end of discussion. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It ends right there. I mean, right. he's 73 wins, the most ever. So it's just he's been the MVP for the last year and now this year. Honestly, you can come to a point where you say he's best player in the planet. He's right the best now. player in the world right now, and yeah. I'll put money on it. He is the best player in the world. Who would I want to take the last shot in Game Seven of the Finals? 100%. Steph Curry. Hundred percent. I'm glad we're all in agreement. Yeah, on this, absolutely. I, it's, it's it's so clear to me. Right, I'm glad to clear. have other people right. who are with it. So uh, one thing I do right before we move on to another series. Yeah. Damian Lillard finished eighth in the voting for MVP, but last night he was on point throughout. That man is cold. <laughs> Bring out the Theraflu because he is cold. Thirty six and ten. I'm sitting there watching this game like, okay, D. Lillard. I didn't think he had this in him. I mean, I knew he was a great player, and I knew he felt like he got snubbed from the All Star game um, in his career, but. Man, this and he's doing it with, uh, from a talent standpoint, a worse team on paper than last year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, it's yeah. it's really and they're him pushing the Warriors. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, yeah. I I'm with you. They're they're showing. One of the things I liked out of them is Stotts made it like a point to go right right when Steph came back in. Yeah. Made it like for when he came off the bench, made it a point to go right at him and not in like a harmful way. Just right. like he knew that Steph was guarding McCollum and he went after him. With yeah. It. And it was yeah. working for a little while. So that he tested them. I think right. between Stotts, Lillard, and McCollum, that team is one of my favorite teams to watch. Agreed, agreed. And 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 you know, I think they have a bright future. I think Stotts is a good coach. Obviously, he's a good coach, and and he. I think he finished second in the second. I argued that he should have won in, it. in the voting. Yeah. And and based on that, you know, the only reason Kerr won it is because they won the record. Yeah. Uh, I think if they didn't win the record, Stotts probably should have won head coach of the year, just because, of, like you said, with the job that he did with the personnel. And he they had. lost four starters last right. year, and yeah. not to mention. C.J. McCollum wasn't really anybody going into the season. Right. He came about to average 20 points out of nowhere, most improved player. And it's just, I think he was deserving of the coach of the year, right. but when you win 73 games, you can't, yeah. it's, it is, it it's goes tough to, to give it there. anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, and, and they lose a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, I mean, good, great transition into this next series, yeah. who, in my opinion, is probably a top three power forward in this league. Oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, 100%. And, and I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. I think he might be the top. He really I really mean, might be. He really I mean, might be. He doesn't, he doesn't no, miss. He doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. When he, he gets that mid-range, <laughs> it's he's over. fading away it's one over. leg. It's over. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like we've, what we've seen with Dirk in the past. Right, and like right. Some, some, some of the yeah, shots, yeah. but he is special. Ugh, I, I cannot get enough of LMA. He's just so good. Yeah. Uh, and I, I th- he, the, the, the thing is with him, he fits that system perfectly because yeah. they've had to change. All right, they still move the ball, but they still want to get the ball in to get the ball back out. And so right. when you have a guy who can hit that mid-range J like that, it's like, okay, I'm getting the ball in. I can still get my look and score. And, and he's like, scoring on whoever they throw at him. Whoever. Whoever they throw at him. You could put Bigfoot on him. I mean, yeah. he's scoring over Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean. I, I, I hope that we, he keeps it up because we've seen a couple years back we saw him do it against Houston in that yeah. series when he was with Portland. And 
I, I really do think he's one of the most fun players to watch in the game because I know in recent years the long two has been something that's kind of been put down, but when you're making it at the rate he does, right. it, it doesn't matter. Like, take give me that shot any day it's, over pretty much any percentage other. wise. We've all been brainwashed by Steph Curry, but percentage wise, mm-hmm. obviously the long two you make more than the three. And some people are saying, oh, it's the most like inefficient shot in basketball because you want to get closer. But there are certain guys, and, and, and it's it's these power forwards, these 6'10 guys who can shoot and stretch the floor a little bit but can't really shoot the three, who, if that's their shot, let them shoot their shot. Yeah, and it's kind of like a lost art kind of in the NBA. And right. Marcus has been – that's been his forte. Right. And it works perfectly in this Greg Popovich system. And the Spurs are just clicking right now. And it's 2-2 going back home to San Antonio. Right. It's going to be a tough game. game I, I think – Whoever wins this game tonight is probably going to go on to win the series. I would say so, too. Early prediction, I think the Spurs will will, will get the win tonight, but it's, I think LaMarcus Aldridge is a key for this team going forward and got to keep getting him involved to get that right. mid-range, mid-range going. I'm thinking Spurs, too, yeah, but I really agree. do believe that any, any outcome of wins and losses throughout these last three games is possible. I don't think it's unfathomable that OKC could even win a Game 7 in San Antonio. I th- when you get games out of Durant like he had the other night and if 41, you get Westbrook, yeah. too, clicking – they have enough supporting. I don't really like their bench and their supporting right, their cast, bench is... but I love Steven Adams. I think he's brought just a grit to them that they don't really have otherwise. Right. And, I mean, i got to even give it to Canner. He plays pretty well for most he of the does, time. He does, he does. And his, and his defense serviceable. has definitely yeah. stepped up. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I think Prest, Sam Presti, the, the Thunder GM, kind of knows, or he had a vision of the team he wanted to build once he kind of left, let James Harden go, which I still disagree with. Like, just, <laughs> dude, pay the luxury tax. I get you're, you know, you're a small market team. But he had a vision. Like, he wanted to build a team of supporters around Durant and Westbrook that were serviceable enough off the bench that they could still compete both on the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. And what I mean by that is, like, usually you'll have guys or a bench on a team that will just be focused on, okay, you know when they go in, the offense suffers. And you know when other teams' benches go in, the defense suffers. I think Presti kind of wanted to keep everybody, like like you said, Canner on both sides of the ball is playing well. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like Randy Foy, a veteran, knows how to play both sides of the ball well. I mean, Deion Waiters is, you know, he, he, you, when you get the good Deion Waiters, they're tough to beat. It's great, yeah. When you get the bad Deion it's Waiters, the, it's like, who put this roster together? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a catch-22. But like you said, guys, about the game tonight, um, I like the Spurs. I do like the Spurs in this one, but Kevin, to your point, if Westbrook and Durant are on, San Antonio is going to have their hands full. And I think Greg, po- Greg Popovich knows that. I mean, oh, he's yeah. been around the league long enough. He's had to coach against Kobe and Shaq. You know, he, he's seen it all. Um, I like the Spurs in this one, but I do think the Thunder give San Antonio everything they can handle. And you know, what? I got one other guy. I've been very vocal. I've been very critical of Serge yeah. Ibaka in the past for turning yeah. his game a little I, too much into jump shooting. Right. He was has been just fantastic. Right. If he keeps shooting like that, they're tough to beat no matter what. He needs to play more consistently because I'm it, with you. it goes back to that like they decided to keep him over Harden, and so it started. It looked like it was oh okay that was a great move within the the the, the first year or two after the trade or excuse yeah after the trade, yeah. um, but then he's kind of fell off and like you said Kevin he started to rely more on the three. Um, yeah, I like what you mentioned yeah. about Deion Waiters also because right. if he it really comes down to him a lot of the times because yeah. if he plays inconsistent five points like yeah. he, he usually hovers around there during the regular season has been really inconsistent right. but in the playoffs when he's played well this team has won and that's not a secret yeah, they don't they don't it, lose when he plays well we, we know what Westbrook could do we right. know what Kevin Durant could do they both finished top five in the MVP voting right. so like we know what they're going to be able to do it just comes down to like you said Serge Steven Adams and the su- supporting cast around the, the Thunder if they can make that next step 
which I think is going to be tough going against the Spurs, who just won 67 games this year. Right. One, one guy I do want to point out for San Antonio that is playing, and when he's healthy, they're among – I mean, obviously they're one of the best teams in the league um, in general, but when he's playing healthy, man, they're maybe unbeatable, and, and that includes the Warriors, is Tony Parker. Yeah. Tony Parker, in my opinion, is severely underrated. The guy is what? I think he has three or four rings. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying yeah, to th- four. I think he has four rings. Four, yeah, four I think rings. Tony Parker has four rings. And when you take that into consideration, what four-time champion NBA point guard is? I don't want to use the word disrespected, but as forgotten as Tony Parker is. I know, and that, and something even I fall. I'm a victim of that right. sometimes because I'll be watching just, the game and all of a sudden he'll just turn the corner and get to the hoop. And, and, and you're like, I can't that, believe he still has that, is that speed. Is that or like Tony that, Parker? that signature yeah, yeah. spin move right. he does. Right, like right. Quick, exactly. Like exactly. Lightning quick spin right. move. Really underrated point guard. Right. Like you said four-time champion. Right. And it just he's just a product of those point guards who just get pushed under the rug when the yeah. Steph Curry's yeah. and the Russell Westbrooks and all of right. them come around. They just forget about how solid Tony Parker is and what he does for this team. And his jump shooting's been solid, too. I mean, he's hit a couple of threes. He's getting those looks. And if yeah. he can keep hitting the open threes. It's all about his health, you know? Yeah. He's got to get his legs under him. If he has his legs under him, look, like, he'll give Steph a run for his money. Obviously, he can't, you know, athletically compete with Steph or Westbrook. But he's doing a good job with Westbrook. Westbrook, you know, is going to get his. But just in terms of style of play, like, Tony Parker gives the Spurs when he's on just an edge that it's like, wow, these guys are really, really tough to beat. And the same thing goes for the other point guard, Patty Mills, coming right, off the bench. Right, when he, right, If he catches fire, like we saw in the finals, yeah, we've seen yeah, a bunch of different series. Remember that game five? Yeah, yeah. it's bang, just like, bang, it's bang, over. Yeah. I'm waiting for that Patty Mills game. And with the Spurs, it's like you have you have certain times when guys go off. LaMarcus is pretty much on all the time, At, but Patty Mills, it's coming. Um, two guys off the bench for the Spurs real quick before we move on to the Eastern Conference to watch. Going forward, like if they want to win the championship, San Antonio, and they want to beat the Golden State Warriors, obviously everybody has to play well. But two guys who played really well during their finals run that were instrumental in that finals run need to step up down the stretch. Boris Diaw, Manu Ginobili. If those two guys find their A games, the Spurs are going to be a force to be reckoned with in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I agree. What they did um, against the Heat was Boris Diaw was all over. He had his name written all over that series. He did. Patty Mills, name written all over that series. So I think, yeah, you're right. With that supporting cast they have, they're very deep. And we know what the starting five could do. We know what Kawhi could do with the defensive player of the year. He can he can match their the opposite team's best player. Right. But yeah, Boris Diaw and Manu, they have to play like they did a couple of years ago when they beat a stacked Miami Heat team to 100%. win it all. I think they got to be the deepest team in the league. And like yes. even when they lose guys like the Tiago Splitter this past year, David or even West. I mean, yeah, and they get David West, but and Corey Joseph goes off to Toronto. Yeah. A little t- transition Joe, here to the yeah. East. Yeah. <laughs> Last night, uh, Toronto relied on him a bunch, and he played pretty well. I'm, I mean, if he could have gotten a couple of those looks, I, what I didn't like was how Toronto was setting up on offense. They just didn't do anything. It was yeah. all isolation, and they ended up losing. I think they should have won that game in regulation. Sounds like the Knicks, bro. And did you yeah. see what they did on the last possession of the game of oh regulation? Why yeah. are you going to Corey Joseph when you have two All-Stars on your team? It's yeah. like, I mean, Lowry fouled out on a foul that was – I think he got by Winslow already. It was just a dumb foul to swing the arm out. Right. But I'm with you. It should be in DeMar Rosen's hands. But at the same time, I want to call out to Rosen because he was pretty much non-existent to the point where Dwayne Casey had to have him on the bench for a lot of that ending. Right. Yeah. I mean, he brought him in only because Kyle Lowry fouled out. Yeah, 10 and he, points. Yeah, yeah, he had one take yeah, where I was like, it. oh, there's DeMar DeRozan. But it was like I think he ended up with like four for seventeen or something. Yeah, Bad shooting's okay, but when you're just out of the game and you're really not engaged, even on the bench, I don't like that at all. And I like him as a player. You're right. I, I think both him and Lowry kind of have more developing to do, which is crazy because they've already come so far. But those two, for some reason, like they're again, they're inconsistent. They'll have one great game together, and then you know the next game it'll just be like, who are these guys? Yeah, I remember I was mentioning yeah. that to you guys in the. Um, 
the pre-production meeting. Like, 4 for 17, 2 for 11 for Lowry, 4 for 17 for Rosen. It's just you can't win when your All-Stars play that way. And Game 3, they played well. So, yeah, like you yeah, said, it's yeah. just very inconsistent. And if you look but my problem, biggest problem, like, I'm still going to I'm gonna defend Lowry, just, I mean, for this podcast because, <laughs> and, and I mean, I really believe it, too. Um, he still stacks the stat line. If you look, he still ends up having, like, eight or eight or nine assists and, nine. like, eight boards. Yeah. yeah. Nine and seven, yeah. Yeah, nine, nine and seven. All right. If you look at DeMar Rosen, he has three rebounds. Three turnovers <laughs> yeah, and yeah, nothing yeah. else. So he's just he's just mentally taken out of the he's game. Mentally, he just, just doesn't out look of the to game. make plays and like and like and that's the thing. That's that's the difference between maybe even their mentalities. Like Lowry tries to find different ways to impact the game. Right. But from Miami's perspective, another team that kind of probably should be a little bit more consistent. They have more veteran guys on their team. Um, if they had Bosch, I think the series would have been over already. Oh, to be honest here. with you. Yeah. Um, and they would have given Cleveland a run for their money. Like I think, spoiler alert, I think Miami will win this series in seven. Um, okay. But I do think that um, when you when it comes down to it, I think that when you have a guy like D Wade, Toronto doesn't have that guy. Toronto doesn't have a three time champion who, like at the end of the game, Wade scored a bucket in overtime. The game was pretty much over at this point, but then stole the inbound pass, <laughs> rose up it. and dunked. And the place went nuts. I went nuts. I, I screamed. I yelled off my couch. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's, that's the old D-Wade. That's 06 D-Wade. Vin- like we said, right. vintage. Vintage D-Wade. Vintage D-Wade there. And like like you said, Toronto doesn't have a star like right. that. And losing Jonas Valanciunas, I know. Yeah, for the NHL, I know it's on Whiteside is also out. So it's like match big man for big man. Right. They're both out. But if you've seen the way he played in the first three games of the series, he was a vital part to this that's team. That's a great point. Averaging, I think he was averaging like 15 to 15 around there in, in the series. So to have him go out, I just don't see Toronto coming out of coming out of this series. Right. And he was clearly head. that second option, even when Lowry wasn't on, because I really don't think we've seen it out of DeRozan yet. And I really believe that at some point we will. I've been saying it all along that we see it out of both Lowry and DeRozan. Maybe maybe it's a it's maybe a, I'm crazy. An elimination game. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, maybe that's seven, when maybe. he gets pushed yeah. to the limit. And maybe after last night, he does some you know looks it inward and realizes like I got to be in that. And I'm Kevin. I don't know if you agree with Tyler and I. I'm going out on a limb here and saying Miami wins a game seven in Toronto. I think it's possible. We've seen them lose Game Sevens before right. in Toronto. Like I'm a Brooklyn fan. I remember it all too well. Yeah. Paul Pierce's rejection, rejection at the rim. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm struggling with this one. I, I I'm going to go with the Raptors. Okay, I think and they're good still for you. Good for you yeah. because you know I, what? They're a talented team. I've stood by them yeah. pretty much throughout, and I don't want to give up on them now because I believe that they can pull it off. It is a shame that Valanciunas is out because he's a huge part of that team. Right. But we've seen other guys step up. Norman Powell is a guy who's played some excellent defense, hit some big shots. Yeah. And there are a couple other guys there, too. I mean, Corey Joseph, he can't be in that role where he's taking isolation shots at the end of the game, but he can do very nice things for you overall. Yeah, and Damari Carroll, I think, has, yeah, to, do Carroll, a better, has exactly. to do a better job. Uh, 13 points, uh, 6 for 11, not bad the last game, but defensive-wise, someone's going to have to match up with D-Wade because D-Wade, back-to-back 30-point games for the first time since 2010. So yeah, I think stat. yeah, Damari Carroll he needs he needs to step up on the defensive end as well as being an offensive threat because like you said I don't think Corey Joseph should be the third option. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. I, and I agree Carroll is one of those guys and even not as much so but Patrick Patterson has to step up a little bit. He was pretty yeah. solid playing in the five spot last night, but yeah. I'd like to see a little bit more out of their bench because I think they have some guys who can contribute. Absolutely, but one team we know is contributing well to these playoffs, the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um. Look, guys, undefeated in the playoffs, eight and zero. You know, swept Atlanta. Uh, who Atlanta couldn't beat Cleveland if you gave them their playbook. I <laughs> I, mean, I am so with you on that. I was so just, dreading this series because exactly what I thought would happen happened. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta kept pretty pretty much, except for, with the exception of Game Two. 
Mm-hmm. They kept pretty much every game close, and they had the lead even in some games. Yeah, but you know, you know, they don't have a LeBron James. They don't have a star player. Can't close the deal. Yeah. Bottom line, Kyrie's playing really well. Kevin Love is playing really well. LeBron James is playing really well. When those and three are everyone's playing, everyone's really, hitting threes. It's, it, exactly. <laughs> they're, 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 I think they're averaging 16 threes a game for the playoffs. Yeah, That's gonna, absurd. I was going to mention that. Everyone's talking about the Warriors right. draining threes, but this is back-to-back games. I think they had multiple 20-point, three-point field goals made. Do you yeah. think they can sustain that going forward? No. I personally don't. I don't I, think no, so. No. I don't think they'll sustain the volume that they're hitting the, the three-point shot, but I think with the way JR and Kevin Love and Kyrie, that group together right. with LeBron at the helm, yeah. I think it just, with LeBron driving, it just makes the shooters so much more like open, more space on the court. So I don't think they're going to be hitting 23s a game, but I think it'll be somewhat. The price in that 10 to 12 range. Yeah, yeah. somewhere around yeah. there, but it's going to be vital for them to going forward because they're relying a lot on the three. But that's the thing, Kevin. I, I kind of tend to agree with your point that I don't think they'll sustain it. And. You you never know kind of when you're going to go cold. Um, I mean, last year I remember in, in Game Two of the Finals, the Warriors at home, a place they never lose, missed 25 three pointers. Yeah, it happens. It yeah. happens, and I think they only lost that game by a couple. Yeah. So when you take that into consideration, what is Cleveland's option once their main strength is taken away? Mm-hmm. And that's LeBron James' drive to the basket. I think that feeds right into whoever you are in the West, San Antonio or Golden State. Let LeBron try to carry the load, because. You saw it with the Warriors. LeBron went off in that finals, but it still wasn't enough. Yeah, it still wasn't enough. Yeah. So if you're, if his teammates are out of the game and are not contributing via the three ball or however it is, and, and mostly it's the three ball, then you kind of have the the blueprint to beat them. Yeah, and I've I mean we've seen sustained uh, success for guys like Kevin Love and Kyrie. Yeah. But Jr. is probably the fourth most important player on that team. You could argue a couple other guys, right. but I don't think he can keep it up, and he's one of the main yeah. things. Yeah. I mean that he could really be a detriment to their success. I, I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe we'll for the first time we'll see him really have just, a, just a great run. Which guy are you gonna get? Yeah. Which guy are you gonna get? You you never know with that guy. I see, mean, yeah, I'm a fan of Jr. But like you said, it's just it scares me when you have to rely on his three point shooting. It, it does, yeah. right? Because it's been really inconsistent throughout throughout his whole career. Probably shooting like around forty percent. For his career, it's just when field goals, not three. Right, yeah. So it's like he's because <laughs> yeah, if it was forty percent for his yeah, right, career, that'd be really good. Yeah, exactly. Very good. <laughs> that would be very good. But yeah, he's just an inconsistent shooter. I wouldn't want to rely on him. But it comes down to the big three. If Kevin Love and Kyrie and LeBron are clicking the way they are going into the finals, whoever they go against, it's going to go seven, and we're going to get one for for the books. Man. I, I do, series. I do want to say this. I think LeBron, obviously, LeBron is the reason behind everything that happens in Cleveland, but. I do think that he is going to bring the Cavs into the NBA Finals with a massive chip on their shoulder. I think he's going to tell them, we do not want to feel like we felt last year. We do not want to feel that feeling again. And look, I still think the Warriors would beat them. I still think the Spurs would beat them. But the way they're playing, it depends on what happens in the Eastern Conference Finals, but the way they're playing looks like they're going to coast the NBA Finals. Well, I think, yeah, I think max losses for the rest of, like, because they're only going to have two, right? I think it's two. Yeah. Yeah, and I realistically could see them just plowing through and getting the sweep again. And they keep having these huge breaks. Like, they're going to have another week where they don't have to play basketball. Right. And that's good for those guys. I mean, I know. They're watching the Warriors studying them. Yeah. I know in the game ones they have to shake off the rust, but, like, they managed to do it against Atlanta. It's not a big deal. And and, and that's the thing, guys. Like, I don't know. Maybe we can kind of get into this a little bit now. What would you rather have? Would you rather have rest? and maybe kind of bowl through the playoffs? Or would you rather be in the... Because there's two sides of the argument. It's rest or rust, right? So as a Western Conference team, they're dogging it out. 
Yeah. Both of those series, they're dogging it out. Like Golden State's up three one, but they are exhausted. Yeah. Um, would you rather be kind of in tune and running on adrenaline, but knowing what it feels like to be in a close game, so you kind of are muscle memory adapted to it, or would you rather be Cleveland sitting back with your feet up and then get into a game one and get blown over? Because that's what happens to LeBron. Basically, he loses game one of the finals like every time he's in it. Yeah. I'm I'm personally a rest guy. I don't know. I uh-huh. I'm I hear you though. Right. It, it is a it's it a fo- like it's a football problem. thing for me because like you see the one the football teams they get the number one seed and then it seems like every year the wild card team well, kills them. Yeah, absolutely. Like you know, so it's just it's a different philosophy. But you you are right. We do see that with LeBron a right. lot, and think, that ends up happening. But yeah. and I I think the best case for the Cavs is if they get a team because I mean the they need Warriors to be challenged. I think. Yeah, I do think they need you to think be they, challenged. In the next round they need to be challenged. Yeah. Who well who do you think gives them a better challenge? You think it's Miami? I think so. Just, just because, and hear me out on this, ter- this will be such a new moment for Toronto, and they have no D-Wade to kind of say, look, guys, this is how we get it done. And I think D-Wade, as crazy as it sounds, D-Wade would be in LeBron James's head. That's interesting. Yeah, going back to your question about rust or... or um, rest. rest <laughs> right? I think it's important to have rhythm in, in the basketball, right. so getting a week off... I think it's a little bit of a worry, but when you have the Cavs who just won eight games in yeah, a row, yeah. swept the first They're two series, so well. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, I do think it applies differently to different teams, right? Yeah, yeah. No, certainly, because like you don't you don't want the Spurs with that team. You don't want them playing a game seven back to back series, right? Because yeah. they're uh, just so damn old. Exactly. <laughs> so rest would do them would do them justice, but right. like for a team that's been clicking like the the Cavs do with right. hitting multiple shot multiple twenty point uh, three point games. I just think it's important to be in rhythm. Right. Yeah. So, but the who I think is going to be a better challenge for the Cavs is definitely Heat because, like you said, that's Dwayne Wade. That's his brother. That's yeah. their family yeah. off the court. Right. They won championships together, and the fact that he left and he kind of had off a, a finals loss, he yeah. kind of still yeah. feels like, hey, what what if I stayed? Right. Kind of feeling. It does, right? I I feel like he has to think about that. So yeah. going against the the Heat and being in that building again in a playoff series as an opposing team, I think it, it might get to his head a little bit, so that would be a tougher series. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see that one. I don't want to understate what the Raptors could do, though, because I really think throughout <laughs> these playoffs, they've been kind of limping through, and they still manage to win games for some reason. Yeah. They've never re- I've never looked at them and been like, wow, they're, really cl- they're on all cylinders right now. They're really clicking. And I think that when they do, or if they do, they could, they could really pose a problem for Cleveland. But, again, I don't think it would go more – I think if they had home court advantage, I'd said this a long time ago that they would have been able to push Cleveland, but I don't think they can do it, you know, no, going into yeah. Cleveland. I, I and and we might as well just kind of get into the NBA finals now and kind of make our predictions. Um look, I I think it's going to be a finals rematch. Um I I think the two best teams right now are Golden State and Cleveland. Um I'm pretty much going to go with the same prediction as last year. I'm going to go Warriors in 6. Um I think that you just take all things into consideration. If Steph Curry is healthy and if everybody around him is healthy, they're the best team in the league. Bottom line, plain and simple, no one will beat them. And LeBron James is good enough to win a game or two, maybe even three. But a game seven in Oracle Arena, Cleveland is not winning that game. So, And, and they go 73-9. You're telling me that they lost nine out of 82 and someone is going to beat them four out of seven. I just don't see it happening. No. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I, I'm... Personally, like I, so I'm gonna say the exact same thing. Right. I think it'll be that series in six. But I, the if I had to pick like a second option, and somehow the Warriors don't make it out of the Western yeah. Conference Finals, then I'm going Spurs in seven. Same. I, I'm going Spurs in seven because they have the home court. The home court, yeah. Right. And I think they, I think that's a a really tough matchup for the Cavs. I think this, that's yeah. they don't want to see it. Maybe if the Spurs are worn down and be good for them, but 
I don't know. I think honestly, whoever when yeah, whoever LeBron James goes against in the in the Western Conference is going to be probably the better team. Yeah. No matter if it's the Spurs, Thunder, or or, or not, Warriors, not, not, yeah, or the Warriors. And I just I don't think LeBron losing another series in the finals. Uh, I don't think that's going to be good for his legacy. It's going to be actually that's gonna be terrible. terrible for his legacy. Right. And like you said, you said it before. He had a chi- he has a chip on his shoulder. The fact that they lost. The fact that do they, I think I do I hear what I think I hear? I'm going Cavs. Wow! I see, I wow! See, I'm a Clippers fan, and seeing my Clippers <laughs> getting bounced out <laughs> made me. Is this, is this Warriors hate? Is this yes. Warriors hate? Oh uh, man! I mean, not not hate. I would just love to see. I mean, this guy has been the best player in the league for multiple multiple years. Steph Curry recently just right. took the throne from him. I mean, rightfully so. But I I just think LeBron is going to be so pissed off about what happened last <laughs> right, year. Yeah. He had no Kyrie. He had no Kevin Love. He was averaging yeah. 35, 10, 10 throughout the whole series. I just think with the sporting cast around him, if they're healthy and playing this way, it's, it's going to be something. Look, it's going to be crazy, but I think the Cavs can win seven games against either the Spurs or the Warriors. It wouldn't wow. shock me like, oh, my God, I never saw that coming type of shock. But it would definitely, I'd be extremely surprised because it would be a failure. Yeah. And, you know, I think Stephen A. Smith was talking about this. If the Warriors go 73-9 and nine and do not win the championship, this season is an utter failure. It's, I'm not totally no, on board Kevin, with that. No, come on, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. That's the one thing. Come I on, know, Kevin. I know You're really going to make me go out like this? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I got. I mean, we have to have some friendly disagreement here, right? Oh, my God. I, I don't think it's a total disappointment. What the hell are you talking what about? If it's a, what if an injury is the reason they – like, what if Steph gets – I'm not – I pray this let's, doesn't happen. All right, happen. All right let's, let's change this, this, okay. this, this kind of, these conditions. Assuming all things constant, like right now, they're healthy, everybody's healthy, and they lose – Having home court advantage in the NBA Finals after posting the best regular season record of all time. And they lose the NBA Finals to a team they beat last year, granted, without Kyrie and Kevin Love. You're not going to tell me that they're going to go home and be like, wow, we did everything for absolutely nothing? <laughs> well, they will. I agree with you on that. I, I think it's not a failure. But I think as we look back in NBA history, we, there's not, there's no way you can take away from what they did. No, you can't season. take away, but it's 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 like... The season is a failure for them, though. Look at those, I agree It's with just that. like, look at those guys. Yeah. It's yeah. just like they couldn't even win. I'm, I'm th- I'm in a weak NBA. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm like on the fence because, like, yeah, if they don't lose, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a disappointment and disappointment because they are 73 wins most ever. But you can't... When it's when you're sitting home, say let's say the Warriors lose and Steph is sitting home in the summer, you can't sit there and be like, "It's this season was such a disappointment." Like he made history, you know. It's like this is history. <sighs> but that's not they. They all right. Look, granted, they're gonna be like, "Look, we did some cool things," but they will. It's it's almost like the Spurs, right? You think when they lost the finals, they said, "Oh, you guys, we got to the finals and we, we should have won," but you know, at least we got there. Well, the Spurs a couple years ago, you mean? Yeah, and they well, came back they, and won. They and then they came back and oh, won. Yeah, that, you know yeah, what I mean? Like back. that—that that, that made that made the season they lost okay. The yeah. Warriors, nothing they do, seventy-three and nine. They would rather win the championship at less than seventy-three and nine. Yeah, at like yeah. sixty-seven. Oh, and 12. absolutely. You know, so what's more important? Obviously, winning the championship. Yeah. So that's why I think, from from a personal perspective, even if I was part of that team, I'd be like, f the record, championship, yeah. championship. Yeah. But I mean, you said before though, like last year, we see. The the Warriors dropped that game. I think it was game two when they yeah. totally shot terribly. It's not inconceivable that that could happen a no, couple I agree times. With that. And then there's some games that go really, really oddly, and then you, they end up, and then the Cavs end up winning. Right. But if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna tell me that based on what we've seen, these 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 guys don't lose at home. Even if they do lose at home, you're telling me they're not good enough to win one on the road in a place that right. nobody fears Cleveland. That's, you know yeah, what I mean? Like that's true. It's not one of those destinations. You, you kind of just look at it from everything that we've seen so far this season. And you say, man, if they really lose the finals, 
I just think it's a failure. I think it's a complete and utter failure. You're bringing me around. I'll give you that. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm getting there. If, like, all things considered, all things constant, right. then, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. And they would be just completely oh, devastated. They would be devastated. Even if they came back and won next year, right. it would be like it's not quite it, the same. They will forever hold their place in history as yeah buts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but. Yeah, but. Yeah, kind of like the Patriots 18-1. Right, exactly. Yeah. No. I, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm still. I'm guessing they're gonna win. I'm glad we have a oh, Cavs prediction win. out of Tyler. Yeah, like yeah, that's, that's big time. That is, no, but like I know, time. like I was joking. Like the Warriors, I don't right. really like. But I honestly think like LeBron is is genuinely upset about what happened last year. Right. And this is one of the. This is a physical specimen we haven't seen in the NBA. Six eight, two fifty, dribbling the ball like the way he does, get into the paint. I just think he's gonna take it upon himself that series, no matter who they face. Because right. I think it's gonna be a cakewalk for the Cavs to get to the finals. So it just really comes down to who they play. And whoever they do play, I just I hope they have a game plan for that man because I think he's <laughs> gonna be on a mission. And that's just I will I think I think it's it's gonna be a good series. No I'll say what. this in closing. If he doesn't win this year, two and five. That's it doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. It's two and five. I don't you know, and I don't want to hear the excuses, oh he played the best team whatever. Winners win, losers lose. Yeah. That's basically it, right? And and look, he's a champion in his own right. But you wanna be compared to Jordan. You wanna be compared to the all time greats. That's not a good look. Bottom line, it's not a good look. And then he would have to win the next three finals he was in to even get back to 500 in the finals. That'd be bad. And and so, look, I think his his window of opportunity, believe it or not, I can't believe I'm saying this. It means we're getting old. Yeah, I think, <laughs> that's true. I think his window of opportunity is closing. And and you might think I'm crazy. No, I, I'm with, with you. The, with the I'm Western with, Conference, with. this is a young man's league. And the other reason the window is closing is because if they lose – all those team questions are going to come back yeah, up. It's yeah. going to be all about, like, oh, what didn't the sporting cast do? Right. You don't know how they're going to all react, how LeBron reacts to that. And you have the potential for they, they end up having to blow it up. And and my last question is, you don't think he knows that? He does. You know what I mean? Oh, like It's definitely in the back of his mind. A guy who's portrayed as so forward-thinking. Interesting. It's going to be it's going to be a and wild finish. And that goes finish. to Tyler's point. Yeah. He's definitely going to be on a mission. Yeah, I absolutely. Think, I think he's on a mission 100%. Right. And no matter – and especially if they go against the Warriors again. Right. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be that hunger. There's, there's gonna, gonna be, be that hunger. hunger, and I and I think he'll do it. Interesting. I, I mean, think the Cavs will do it. You can't you can't get this anywhere else but pick and pot. That's right. <laughs> you really can't. It's, it's the best. I mean, you got to come back here no matter what, no matter who is on the mic. You got to be here. It's gonna be great throughout. Uh, Christian O'Hare and Tyler Fierre, I can't thank you guys enough. This was great. This was great, Kev. I I love being here on Pick and Pod. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, guys, and um, have fun after uh, after school. I know you guys are graduating, right, so yeah, look forward that, to see you guys around more often. Though. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure, guys. Everybody watch that Thunder Spurs game tonight, Game Five, and check back for Pick and Pod next week. Have a good one. <laughs>